Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Mi'kmaq people and the Halibut First Nation. I'm Glenn Wheeler. This week, the strange case of Cornerbrook is the largest community in Halibut country. It may even be the largest indigenous city in Canada, based on the proportion of the city that is native. But Cornerbrook is a reluctant Aboriginal city, whereas Stephenville, under Mayor Tom Rose, embraces its Mi'kmaq heritage. With Cornerbrook, it's more of a reluctant handshake. When they're held in Stephenville, BAM meetings are always well attended. When they're in Cornerbrook, where there are far more BAM members, Hardly anyone shows up. And then we have Cornerbrook City Council. The Halibut relationship had a high profile when Charles Pender was mayor and Keith Cormier was a councillor. Now, not so much. Though as many as half the council are Halibut members or have Mi'kmaq ancestry, it's a heritage that does not speak its name. Now, Cornerbrook is in line for an urban reserve being developed by Halibut. Perhaps Cornerbrook band members will be less leery of showing their heritage when they can flash their status cards for tax-free gas. I sat down recently with First Chair Mayor Jim Parsons. It was his first public comment about the city-Halibut relationship. I asked the mayor why Cornerbrook has been missing an action on the Halibut file. Well, I think that the uh, the relationship is just as strong or stronger uh, with this council. I think the nature of the relationship, it might not be as uh, up front and center. Uh, it's uh, becoming more permanent, I like to think. Um, you know, we have a large, uh, we have a large resident community uh, here in the city um, that are part of the band. And... Um, and uh, I myself am, uh, will, will hopefully be part of the founding member list. Um, and uh, I have a great relationship with um, Chief Mitchell and uh, the other leadership at uh, Alpu. So mm. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's something I think that we might not be uh, as obvious about, but uh, it is a very strong relationship. I wonder what... Uh Cornerbrook has a very large uh, Mi'kmaq population. I think it might be one of the largest Aboriginal communities in Canada, even though Winnipeg gets that uh, right, yeah. has that reputation. But if we count our numbers, we're probably uh, right up there. Uh, but I wonder if um, if the residents of Cornerbrook want you involved in Halibut Aboriginal stuff, or they want do they want you dealing with pavement and potholes? Well, I think it's uh, you know we represent the whole community. Uh, a large portion of that is Mi'kmaq, uh, a large portion isn't. Uh, we represent uh, a number of different sort of cultural groups, ethnic groups, uh, racial groups. Um, we're, uh, you know, we represent everyone. And, uh, but of course, the Mi'kmaq band and the Mi'kmaq people in the area, not just the Halibut, are an important part of that. Um, so whether it's all about potholes and snow clearing, a lot of, I think that's something that the city uh, is, uh, you know, obviously uh, charged with. 
but uh, it's a lot more than that. Uh, and municipal politics has changed somewhat in the last number of years and has become, uh, uh, you know, getting the basics right about our infrastructure, but also um, uh, as a hub for uh, our community, as a social, uh, cultural, um, our health, our lifestyle, all of these things really sort of flow through um, City Hall's doors in some way. Yes. Now, one thing that has happened is that uh, John Davis, who is the uh, manager of the Halibu uh, Development Corporation, yes. which is the Halibu business arm, the, the part that has its for-profit operations, right. he's now on your Economic Development Committee. Yeah. So what is, what is that relationship about? What are your expectations uh, of having him on that committee? Well, uh, and uh, I guess to be clear, John doesn't represent... Uh, any particular interest uh, being on that. He is an, uh, acting as an individual with that committee. Um, we have um, uh, three other or three external members of that committee, uh, subject matter experts in economic development. And John is uh, recently retired from the provincial uh, uh, public service. He's uh, a well known expert in um, economic development uh, issues. And uh, I've known him personally for quite a while, and uh, he uh, brings a great deal of, uh, of experience uh, and uh, enthusiasm to the economic development table for our committee. Right. So he's there for his for the expertise that he's developed over the years, right? And, and his connections. Yes. He, of course, he's well, he's well known in the area, and uh, he's uh, he's seen, I guess, the uh, the evolution of the economy here mm -hmm. over many years. Yes. Now, um, what what do you think is the uh, potential impact of Halibut on Cornerbrook? Of course, there is the the obvious things. Um, there is the the health benefits that people get being Halibut members and education funding, etc. Uh, is there is that it, or is there a way to leverage the uh, the Mi'kmaq community, Halibut in general, uh, in a in a larger way for Cornerbrook? Well, you can see by the activities of the band itself, uh, they are involved in uh, many business ventures uh, outside of you know there you said there are the individual benefits aspect of the status of course but uh, the band itself is being very um, I think they're thinking further down the road and uh, making sure that um, they are well, helping their members develop their business interests developing business interests themselves as a band um, you know they've been involved in things like tourism and uh, the fishery and um, and uh, I think that's a, a, a smart thing to do to ensure, I guess, um, a strong foundation to be able to provide uh, benefits and continuity for years to come for the band. Yes. Now, you, uh, you yourself have a, a background uh, as well as being a business consultant. You're, mm -hmm. um, uh, you, uh, you started Swirsky's, um, which is a cultural center, I right. think it's fair to say, in, in, uh, in Cornerbrook. And uh, I found your website very interesting because you talk about where the Swirsky's name came from. Oh, yes, yeah. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, we had Lebanese and Jewish uh, yeah. people in uh, Cornerbrook back in the 30s. We might have had more immigration back in the 30s than we, had, <laughs> we have now, ironically. Probably, yeah. Um, but I wonder if, we're, if Cornerbrook is a bit reluctant to embrace the Mi'kmaq uh, identity. Um, 
Uh, and I, I, I sort of compare the number of people that go to a, a council meeting in Cornerbrook when they help who have to hear a very, very small in number. And in Stephenville, the room is packed. So what is your sense of uh, how people in Cornerbrook generally think about being a, a Mi'kmaq community? Well, I think that it's, uh, it's interesting. Like myself, as an example... Um, I think that somehow I've, my family and I've known about my heritage uh, and my lineage for quite some time. There was never any official recognition of it for many years. Um, it's not something I think uh, in many parts of Newfoundland and, and locally even, I think uh, older generations may have been somewhat reluctant yes. to embrace that. Mm -hmm. um, um, and that's, uh, you know, that goes from the same uh, uh, sort of xenophobia and, and racism and being outside of the mm -hmm. tent kind of idea that, uh, you know, has persisted forever and a day. Uh, I think that's changing a lot. Um, just like with, you mentioned the Swarskis and the, uh, the Lebanese and Jewish families here that came in the 30s, well, they couldn't work at the mill because, uh, you know, English companies, and uh, they were excluded. Mm. Um, they were different. They had different language. They had different cultural practices. Um, but uh, now those uh, same people, I think, are embraced. Um, and uh, the ones who stayed here, of course, they embrace their culture and try to hold on to it as best they can. Um, with the Mi'kmaq culture, and uh, it's somewhat similar because it's seeing a renewal here. In it's, so it is almost like something new coming into a culture in a weird way. Yes. And uh, with anything new, there's always a little bit of... It takes a while. People are conservative. Change is, is new. Um, but I think that it's just so pervasive. Um, uh, you mentioned how large the number of, uh, of uh, members are uh, here in Cornerbrook. So uh, everyone, uh, if they're not, they have uh, family and friends who are connected mm -hmm. uh, to the band. Um, the cultural aspect, I think, may take a while to, um, uh, may take a little while, but uh, the, uh, I think that the general acceptance um, I think it'll form from a basis of economic development, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. I think people will see that there's nothing to be afraid of. There's not some people going to get something that they don't have. Mm -hmm. um, that's always a risk. I think uh, we're like crabs in a bucket sometimes. Yes. We, don't, we don't like seeing others get things yes, that's uh, that you don't get. Yes. And I think that the initial uh, push when I guess there was some official recognition of, uh, of uh, especially the Halibu band here in Cornerbrook, there might have been some of that feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't really have anything to do with culture. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or, but I think that's... It's the uh, traditional Newfoundland way. How did he get that? Yeah, and I don't have it. And, um, but I think it's going beyond that. I think that's just an initial gut reaction. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll move past that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm confident we're going to move past that. Now, on, on council, I think uh, there are several councillors who are either band members who have some Mi'kmaq, who are Mi'kmaq uh, heritage. Uh, do you guys talk about that? Is, is that something that is part of your, um, your, your dealings, or does it go unacknowledged? Well, I think it's something, uh, as I mentioned, it's becoming more of a tacit part of 
uh, of how we work now. Um, it's accepted. I mean, I, I don't make any assumptions uh, around the table or in my dealings with anyone in the community on whether they're part of the band or not part of the band. Uh, that's somewhat irrelevant to, uh, to our dealings, yes. of course. Uh, but, um, but I think we do sort of acknowledge that quite freely. Uh, it's not something that uh, uh, it's not something that we have. I don't think that anyone feels we have to make a point of, mm -hmm. you know, beating it over the head kind of thing. Yes. Now, um, as you know, uh, when you were uh, elected mayor, we also had a new mayor elected in in Stephenville, Tom Rose, and unlike the mayor who came before him, Mayor O'Brien, mm. um, Tom Rose is not only a Halibut member, but he's very. Um, He's very, uh, I would say, aggressive in promoting mm. Stephenville and uh, pursuing a relationship with the Halibut. And um, I wonder if um, Cornerbrook, um, uh, you know, might be in danger of taking for granted because it's the 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 bigger place and has the Halibut headquarters mm -hmm. that uh, things like the Urban Reserve will come to you just just automatically. <laughs> yeah. No, and I don't think that the... I, I think that the, the problem is what you see in the media sometimes um, and uh, does not reflect, I guess, the relationships that exist below the surface. Hmm. Um, we've had uh, nothing but good dealings with uh, Chief Mitchell and the, and the band office and, uh, you know, the concept of the uh, urban reserve or the business park has been one that uh, I know they've been pursuing for a long time. We're very supportive of. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping to become a reality. Um, I don't need to shout it from the, the rooftops, I think, for them to understand and appreciate that. I mm -hmm. think that, uh, I think their leadership there knows where, uh, myself and, uh, and the city stands. Tell us about the, the status of the urban reserve as you, as you understand it. Uh, been much talked about, but we haven't seen any tangible start to the urban reserve project. So from your vantage point as, as mayor, mm -hmm. um, what do you understand is uh, status at this time? Well, as I understand, there, uh, I guess, some land has been um, looked at. Um, uh, I think the big hang-up right now will be with, I guess, the federal government and uh, uh, the actual process of designating. Um, mm -hmm. The other items, I think, would fall into place in terms of being able to get land from the province and, and so on. And, of course, they'll have to, to sign a service agreement with the city of Cornerbrook, as I, as I understand it. If, uh, and often that's the case. I guess the specifics of that wouldn't be worked out until there was something to actually mm -hmm. talk about. But you're right. Usually in these circumstances, um, if it's within uh, the city boundaries, it is treated as, well, not within the city boundaries. But you still need services. So you still need things like snow clearing, water, sewer, those kind of things. And uh, where the city would not collect taxes from the uh, people or the groups within the uh, urban reserve, uh, you would collect, I guess, or there would be some kind of service arrangement uh, between the band and the, uh, and the municipality mm -hmm. to do that. And uh, I just think that uh, it's, it offers a really interesting... Um, the urban reserve concept offers a really interesting uh, kickstart and an engine uh, for our local economy. Uh, it could attract uh, business and consumers to our area. 
which would benefit uh, all of our citizens here. Do you, and do you have an idea of what they plan to put in there? And not specifically. I mean, I would imagine it could be anything from professional offices, gas, um, who knows. Mm -hmm. um, but it could be, uh, and that's really not for not for us to say. Yes, not for not for you to say. But of course, um, uh, you know, I I dare say it's probably easy to find vacant office space in in Cornwall right, right. now. Yeah. So if they were building more office space up there, uh, while places are are empty, then I suppose you would be concerned about that. Well, and I think it's like any other part of the city. Uh, you know, um, people will move or businesses will move from uh, the downtown to the outskirts and back again. Mm -hmm. um, and it really depends on their particular circumstance. Uh, in this case, I would imagine it would be sort of similar. Some, for some businesses, it might make sense to be uh, slightly on the outskirts of the, uh, the city, potentially in an, in an urban reserve or uh, it may make more sense for them to be in our downtown core. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, uh, that's capitalism. That's, yes. uh, <laughs> that's how it'll work. And, mm -hmm. and obviously, we want to make sure that the interests of our business community is protected. Um, and I think that there's a way to achieve a, a balance so that everyone gets benefit from this. Yes. And so and what would be your concerns and how would you deal with those concerns uh, regarding the rest of the business community? Well, I think that, uh, and I think that the, what's really nice about this is it's uh, in my conversations with um, uh, the band manager and with the chief as well, um, they are acutely aware of um, potential um, you know, places where there might be competition or there could be some perceived, um, uh, I don't know, um, unfair advantage, say. And uh, I think they really want to work to mitigate that uh, because I think they do understand it's important for us all, to, everyone, to get along as neighbors. Um, and we don't want to... Uh, we don't want to see anyone sort of put out by someone else's success. Mm -hmm. So uh, it is going to be important to be able to offer, I guess, um, assistance uh, and, and share, I guess, uh, um, potential benefits if we can. So I think that we've, we've got to come up with some creative ways to do that in some circumstances. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think the, uh, the benefit to our local economy will outweigh um, some, um, again, uh, very specific individual uh, uh, problem areas. Mm -hmm. Cornerbrook Mayor Jim Parsons. And that's it for the show. Allison Baker is the technical producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Celebration time used with the permission of Mi'kmaq artist Marcus Goss. Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter. Listen to Mi'kmaq Matters on Bay of Islands Radio, on the Voice of Bombay in Norris Point and Rocky Harbor, and in St. John's, catch us on CHMR. I'm Glenn Wheeler, till next time.